Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. In a podcast, two comedians face their toughest challenge yet to create the superhero they would want to be with thousands of superheroes to choose from. Only one thing stands in their way. A host that is as arbitrary as he is disabled. So I suppose, he sits in their way. Is that okay? Can I say that? Anyway, this is, the silliest, superest, heroist, podcast. Hello and welcome to the Silliest Superest Heroist podcast with me, Aaron Simmons. This is the show where we get two comedians to talk about creating their ultimate superhero by combining different attributes from different superheroes any superhero they can think of, and they're going to combine their favorite head, upper body, lower body, weapon, and power. Uh, today, I have two fantastic guests as ever. My first guest is the wonderful Alice Fraser. How are you doing, Alice? Hello, I'm so well. How are you? I am good, thank you very much. Um, before I introduce my next guest, I, I was very excited to ask you on the podcast. I'll be honest, you were the first person that I asked, and I was so excited oh. to ask you that I forgot to ask you quite an important question and that is (laughs) how do you feel about superheroes? Well I love uh, the idea that we can sit back in the face of our problems and wait for a charismatic ubermensch to solve them as much as the next person. Great because I was really worried for about most of today that I'd realised I'd asked you and not asked you about superheroes and then you'd just been like yeah not bothered yeah. yeah, to clarify, I enjoy them, but I am deeply sceptical of the genre as a whole. And I okay. think it's some pretty damaging messages. Oh, I didn't realise we'd get this political this early, but I like it. <laughs> um, right, okay, cool. We will discuss that further. Um, by all means, whenever you're mentioning what your favourite lower body is, if you say, oh, but, you know, their body image is not what people should be looking after, by all means, crack on with that. Um, my second guest is the wonderful Will Seawood. Give it up for Will. I don't know why I'm saying give it up. There's no one here. Hi, <laughs> Will. How are you doing? I'm very well. Oh, I can, I can hear people giving it up. It's brilliant. Oh, Here's it's, my it's 10% tithe. <laughs> I thank thee. We're going to go into round one. The head. Round one. The head. Ooh. Alice. If you could have any head of any superhero, 
in all of the fictional worlds, which head would you have? I mean, this is a real question. This is a, f a fundamental question. It's whose whose face do you enjoy the most, and then like whose art of the face do you enjoy the most? Um, because of course, many superheroes. If you're looking at like the comic book versions, they change their physiognomy over time depending on whose pencil is clutched in whose fist. Mm. Um, so I, I find that difficult. I used to have a very soft spot for Rogue in the X Men. Okay, great. Um, but nowadays, I would say probably Captain Marvel. Okay, great. And why? If only because people sent me a bunch of Captain Marvel covers from the 80s that look almost exactly like me. Okay, so <laughs> what you're saying is out of all of the superhero movies and comic books in the world, you can pick any person to look like you're going to go, I want to look like me. I want to look like an idealized version of myself in two oh. dimensions with an 80s haircut. <laughs> I mean, I can't argue with that. That is a good reason. I mean, Captain Marvel has a lot of powers as well. None of it sort of relates to her head as far as I'm What sort of powers do you think having Captain Marvel's head is going to give you? A better service in restaurants. Okay, great. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Well, I mean, you can't argue with that. And obviously, if we're so you're thinking the 80s comic book version that looks exactly like you, but with 80s hair. Yes. Okay, great. Well, I can get on board with that. Great. Okay, that's option A. Option B is going to be provided by Will Seward. Will, what is your head? Well, I heartily agree with Alice. This is the key thing. Uh, and actually, the head I've gone for... Um, and the reason behind it, in having formed all of my choices, I've, I've, I've sort of ended up unwittingly theming this. I thought okay. long and hard. I, I, I also wanted to go on aesthetics, and okay. I thought long and hard, and I went, I would like my superhero head to be wearing a pirate hat. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I searched the entire superhero canon for superheroes who have pirate hats, and there's none. There's no decent pirate superheroes. It's it's extraordinary. Um, the, the the closest I came was a rubbish superhero called Fighting Yank. Uh, and I, I'm not choosing his head. Okay. So uh, I, I stuck with the pirate theme. Um, so my, my, my first uh, instinct was, of course, uh, to go with X-Men, because what does X mark? The spot. Uh, the spot, yeah. Very and good. so I thought, I thank you. Um, I thought Storm, because uh, controlling the weather, mm -hmm. which she seems to do mostly with her eyes, so I think that would yes, count, I would, uh, would that. be a... A, a beneficial thing for a, a pirate to be able to do. And also, that swirly thing she does with her clothes would look really good in a twirly moustache. But then <laughs> I reconsidered again, uh, because that's far too sensible. And a lot of piracy is the, the wild cavalierness of the whole thing. You, you, you've got to be bold and brash and not think before uh, before moving. So uh, sticking with the X-Men, I, I ended up going for the Human Torch. Okay. Um, because Blackbeard, the most famous pirate of all time, Edward Teach, would go into battle with uh, burning tapers sewn into his beard uh, to show that he was a, a sort of nightmare figure who, who experienced no fear. So you're a supervillain, 
you're attacking New York, maybe the, the Staten Island Ferry, to keep it nautical, um, and then across your bows, there swings this, this piratical figure and his entire head's on fire. He <laughs> just get up straight away. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, I think we've got a flavour of what the podcast is going to be like. <laughs> I really enjoy the romanticisation of the idea of pirates. Where it's like, they're reckless, they're swashbuckling. <laughs> also, they murder a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's not personal. They want yeah. their gold. Those people <laughs> have the gold. I mean, oh, God, that is, that is such a difficult choice. But I am still going to go for Captain Marvel because... The 80s hair with Alice's head on it also will fit your piratey aesthetic. Mm. If that's what you're going for, then we can create a collaborative thing and, and hopefully create the ultimate. Uh, I think what we're going to be creating here is not so much the ultimate superhero, but the ultimate pirate. And that's fine. I'm okay with that. Like, <laughs> let's, let's mix up the format. I'm quite happy to have Alice's head with her 80s barnet to be the representation of a pirate. Great, all right, it's one nil to Alice. Well done, mate. Great. Moving on to round two, we're gonna go on to the upper body. Round two, upper body. Uh, Will, how about you go first with this one? <laughs> well, the upper body of a pirate queen. How exciting. Um, yeah, I, I, I did stick with pirates the entirety of mine after that, so thank God you said that. Um, <laughs> otherwise, mine would not have been on brand remotely, but they are all, um, all, all superheroes, though. Uh, so, um, my first thought was um, Skeletor, because pirates like skeletons and Oh, can he dance in those adverts? Um, <laughs> but, um, uh, no, in the end, uh, I went for a really obscure one. Um, to, to research this, I looked at several listicles. Uh, and <laughs> Deep in the of archives of the internet, the listicles. <laughs> some much. dust off the ancient scroll listicles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, arcane, terrifying things. Um, <laughs> Uh, most of them mention this one. I believe she's actually a parody superhero, um, but was created by Marvel, so I think should still be within canon. Um, this is the Gin Genie. Um, okay, I so will admit, I know nothing about the Gin Genie. <laughs> Tell her to uh, me. But I can guess that she's racist. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be my thought, yeah. Uh, no, no, she's not, um, as far as I can tell. Um, eh? So, uh, Jin, I, I think mostly she's, uh, yeah, uh, her name is a pun. Uh, her superpower is uh, she drinks alcohol. Um, I don't think exclusively gin. I think it's just for the Bowie reference. Uh, any alcohol will do, uh, in, in our case, almost exclusively rum. Mm. Uh, and then when she's drunk, she's able to cause earthquakes. But <laughs> only when she's drunk, which if you were a pirate, would enable you to use those earthquakes to generate massive tsunamis. Um, you'd, you'd have storm powers, but they'd be more reckless and cavalier. Um, well, I imagine that uh, in that situation, you would never know that you had a superpower. You'd just think you had really bad balance when you were drunk. <laughs> Especially on a ship, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So can, can she control the earthquake? So she can choose where to make an earthquake? 
Uh, yeah, um, as far as I, I'm aware from the listicles and then subsequent mm. quick reading I did, um, she dies off in the first episode of this thing she's in. Um, okay. it was a, a 2001. Uh, she, uh, she gets drunk and she's a really aggressive drunk and starts shooting earthquakes at her, her fellow uh, superhero companions. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think is shot by a helicopter? Uh, okay, cool. I mean, <laughs> what a way to go. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you can create he- earthquakes, you need a helicopter because they aren't affected by earthquakes. It's very clever from what I presume is not quite the Avengers, but the Avengers B team that are being pulled out <laughs> to, to deal with the earthquaking drunk woman. Um, okay, great. And cool. Any other powers that she had? Did the earthquaking come from her upper butt? I suppose if it comes from her liver. It's the liver. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. your thinking. That's, oh, that was so my thinking. We're on the same wavelength, <laughs> which Genius. quite frankly I am ecstatic about, but also worries me quite a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Alice, what is your upper body? My upper body strength, uh, my upper body would be uh, Jennifer Susan Walters, aka She Hulk, who is right, a, a a lawyer who, after an accident, was given a blood transfusion by her cousin Bruce Banner, and as such, has a sort of a slightly reduced version of his Hulk condition. Mm. Um, mm. I quite like that combination of of brains and brawn that is implicit in the in the She Hulk thing, because mm. it also you know contains very much the the dichotomy of of the feminine situation in that you want to be very strong and you know capable and so on and so forth but you'd also like to only have that when it's useful (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean my favorite thing about she hulk and i don't know a huge amount about her but my favorite thing about her is she's basically the hulk but is just a lot more calm and emotionally intelligent and so therefore can control (laughs) all the powers whereas as Bruce just goes, who's insane and starts beating up the whole of New York, he's like, yeah, I could get angry, but I'll only get angry when it's necessary, which... Yeah, it's it's Hulk <clears throat> smash versus She-Hulk, let's talk about it. <laughs> Do we really need to resolve to violence? Can we not just work this out between us? Let's negotiate. Uh, yeah, I've always been attracted to the She-Hulk because I was at one point a lawyer and also I used to row. Uh, okay. when I was at school mm. and so I was often mocked for my um, bulky upper body so it's, ah. it's nice to have myself represented in fiction Jean Genie versus She-Hulk it's not a difficult choice it's too no Alice I love the info I love the niche character but I want to be able to smash the shit out of things but when I want to and not lose control too mm. no Alice uh, round three the lower body round three lower body alice who have you chosen for your lower body see this is this is a really tough one for me uh the lower body is uh i i've genuinely only considered people from the waist up as a general rule um (laughs) it's difficult to conceive of the lower body as having much personality uh, as it were as a disabled Um, person i would agree yeah. My initial my initial urge was to go for Ursula the Sea Witch out of mm. um, The Little Mermaid, although she Great is not show. obviously a superhero. But I would say she is a superhero in that she does have special powers, mm. um, arguably a supervillain, but she thinks she's doing the right thing. Um, 
So can I say Ursula the Sea Witch? Of course you can. And uh, what benefits to your everyday life do you think being having Ursula the Sea Witch's lower body is going to enable you to have? Massive purple tentacles. <laughs> I mean, yeah, obviously. <laughs> but when I say your everyday life, well with my green upper body. Yeah, green, uh, green and purple is a good look. Like that's why the yeah, whole suffragettes. Yeah, it's the, it's the, the colors of the suffragettes. So you're you're repping for female equality as you go about your day, grabbing lots of things with your legs. Your legs become hands. You can hang outside down from stuff. You can uh, suction cup onto the ceiling when you're trying to avoid unwanted guests um you can make magic potions uh you can i assume squid ink your way away from problems in <laughs> the ocean and the other thing that we've we've got to bear in mind that this person this this superhero is probably going to be a pirate so you're already near your natural location of being under the sea you know i presume that octopi are, are better at swimming than humans are so you've got that advantage as well. It's you can a great get into fact. really small jars. You can get into really small <laughs> jars. You can also unscrew jars. They can learn how to do that, but they've only got a memory of a week, uh, so then they forget. This yeah, but you a... see, you'd already have your brain and your memory up top. Because yeah, it's got just for the, the got bottom part. Brain. Oh. You've got a career in hentai. And that is also got... true. There's a lot of money in that as well. In case you don't get the bounty of, of being a pirate, you've always got hentai as a, ba as a, as a backup plan. Yep, offshore uh -huh. porn empire. <laughs> well, what is your lower body? You're competing with an octopus. Yeah, I'm not going to win. Um, <laughs> I shall say that outright. Um, I too was sorely tempted by Ursula the Sea Witch. Um, I thought to myself, what, uh, what, what does a pirate do when they're not drinking rum and um, setting their head on fire? Uh, and that thing is um, they, they listen to uh, jolly sea shanties and horn pipes and do merry jigs. Now, are you two familiar? with the wonderful early 90s MC Hammer vehicle, Hammerman. What? No, I was not until this moment, and now it's the I... only thing I'm going to look up after this show. <laughs> it's quite extraordinary. In great detail, everything about this, please. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, I, I, I looked this up um, just, just before um, coming on because... Uh, it, apparently, it only ran to 13 episodes um, and was widely panned, but it's left an extraordinarily <laughs> deep impression on me. I, must, I, can, I can have seen it a maximum of 13 times as quite a young child, and I remember it really, really vividly. Um, so uh, MC Hammer plays this guy called Stan, who's uh, uh, an obviously MC Hammer... Um, uh, sort of social worker character um, and as explained in the really good opening credits which MC Hammer himself sings uh, there are these dancing shoes um, which are the property of Soul Man uh, a character called Grabops in his mortal non-superhero guise uh, but uh, as the song goes Gramps was getting old. His hair was getting white, um, and he's, he's 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 losing it. He's getting uh, tired and and unable to be a superhero. And 
Uh, I have a vague memory in the opening credits of he's trying to save a building that's attacking him or something like that, and <laughs> either the building falls down or bites him. I, something along those lines. Either way, he's, he's getting to be a, a less than ideal superhero, so he and his granddaughter have to find a successor. And lo, it's this Stan MC Hammer character, and the shoes are sentient. <laughs> and when he puts them up, they, they have witty conversations, which are all oh, hilarious. So it's like really <laughs> um, cheap Knight Rider. Yeah. They couldn't afford a car and he just walks. <laughs> Knight Rider meets Cinderella is what I'm thinking. <laughs> 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 he, has to, he has to deal with his, uh, his Soviet nemesis, MC Hammer and Sickle. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that was ever an episode. I'll have to go back and rewatch. <laughs> it was the early 90s, it's fully possible. <laughs> at, at any point, does he jump out of a plane and use his parachute pants in order to not die? Uh, is um, my big question. As far, I, I mean, again, it may well be the case. The parachute pants are a big part of it. Uh, he wears vaguely normal trousers until he puts on the shoes, and then suddenly he's wearing the characteristic MC hey, Hammer Hammer pants. Hang on, um, hang on. The shoes could turn normal trousers into parachute pants. <laughs> Entirely. Yeah, they're extraordinary things. Um, Amazing. They, they indeed... Um, so not to sabotage my own my own uh, lower body suggestion, but this mm. would work very well with the She-Hulk upper body because yeah. it very very famously when they when they change they seem to still be wearing clothes but slightly different <laughs> clothes from the clothes that they're wearing before. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If anything, roomier clothes like parachute pants. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think we're all agreed. Um, that what's going to happen is after we finish recording this episode, <laughs> we are all going to download each of those episodes and watch them back to back. I can tell you right now, I have not seen an episode of this TV show that you said, but it is already my favourite TV show ever. <laughs> I mean, you had me at MC Hammer is a superhero. <laughs> But then you throw in the magical shoes that turn his trousers into parachute pads. Oh my god! Now he's uh, a now he's a now he's a superhero. <laughs> there we go. There we go. That's the title of the episode oh sorted. Um, okay, so I've got the choice between octopus tentacles and MC Hammer's parachute pants, shoe wearing legs. I think this is the easiest decision I'm ever going to have to make on this podcast. I want to make MC Hammer's parachute pads. It's tip one. Will, you're back in the game. Um... Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Round four, the weapon. Round four, weapon. Uh, so you can have any weapon from any superhero you'd like. You get the power of that weapon. Which is going to be your weapon? Will Seawoods. Well, I've cheated slightly on this one. Uh, like a this pirate is... would. <laughs> yes, I proudly cheated somewhat <laughs> on this one. Um, this is the only one of my choices which is a direct pirate reference. Um, <laughs> It came to my attention, um, actually, while looking for uh, superheroes who wear pirate hats. The very first thing I searched, uh, that at one point, Deadpool becomes a pirate. Uh, I, I believe he's he's given a fortune by somebody and spends it on, on piracy. Um, and in so doing, uh, he has this weapon which he calls the Compensator, which was just irresistible um it is a solid gold gun which shoots diamonds <laughs> <laughs> it's almost more it, it, it's, it's, it's almost definitely more expensive than any of the bounty that you're ever going to pick up as a pirate <laughs> entirely so but it's a, a perpetual motion machine because if you happen to steal jewels no. you you have ammunition that's a very good point if they fit in the gun which is very probably very specific size. Um, oh, but gold's famously malleable, uh, <laughs> so you could probably hammer it so out. So it would be incredibly likely to backfire and explode in your hand. Certainly. Oh, Alice is playing to win now. She was all, oh. all playing and joking round one. Oh, it's just about sort of making sure there's a good feminist message. Now she really wants to get this. Now it's 2-1. It's getting close. The guns are out. Um, fair enough. I have one quick question before I move on to you, Alice. I have one quick question about something you said at the beginning of that. The pirate head was the first thing that you searched for. So mm-hmm. you, you decided the pirate before choosing any of the aesthetics. You went, I want to create the best pirate possible. I'm going to get as many superheroes that fit into this aesthetic. Oh, no, no. That was after I failed to find a suitably pirate-hatted superhero. It was just going to be any superhero who happened to have a pirate hat. And then I was so outraged that I couldn't find a good pirate superhero that I decided I mean, to dedicate the rest of my quest to, to this. You could go with someone like Mystique, who has the power to change uh, form and could therefore have a pirate hat at any point that she chose. Certainly, but I didn't. <laughs> I'm sticking with my choices. Beautiful stuff. I love it. Alice, what is your weapon of choice? Uh, my weapon is also a, a 
golden weapon um and it's a little bit of a, a cop-out weapon maybe in that it is the magic lasso uh, that is wielded by uh, wonder woman dc one dc's wonder woman aka mm-hmm. princess diana of themyscira mm-hmm. and uh it's a magic lasso that makes people tell the truth interesting okay you could solve the hashtag me too movement very quickly yes i also feel like the lasso of truth would help uh, given that my upper body is that of a lawyer slash She-Hulk, mm. <laughs> would be incredibly oh. useful as a tool of the trade. Interesting. Is it admissible in a court of law? <laughs> the Latin truth? <laughs> kind of unfair. I mean, you could see, I, I figure that you could, if you could prove that it was effective as a tool of, ex, of truth extraction, you could get it to become admissible. And it would, you know, it would be a very useful way because so many superheroes act after the fact uh, on the other side of, of law enforcement when, when laws have been broken. Whereas if you had a more, um, a, a fairer and better applied legal system, then we could prevent crimes in the first place, thus rendering vigilantism redundant. <laughs> what this podcast has turned into is lawyer versus pirate and I think <laughs> <laughs> which happened a surprising amount in history yeah I think, um, that's, <laughs> I think that's something that we can all get on board with um, yeah yeah interesting oh um go may I retort yeah, yeah go for it Will. yes <laughs> um I, I I just like to make the point also that uh, if history has taught us anything else it's that yeah torture doesn't work but bribery does and the <laughs> compensator is both it covers all the bases oh, I'll good. shoot you in the leg with this diamond <laughs> and you'll be rich beyond your wildest dream Causing you one problem and solving some others. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the lasso of truth is a great weapon. And and when you've got She-Hulk's power and you're going to be going, you know, searching for for, um, treasure, you go, where's the treasure? I'm not telling you. Lasso of truth. Oh, it's, it's right over there. Very useful. You also played in the whole feminism, Me Too movement. It be a real dickhead thing for me to do, <laughs> uh, to not pick this. And yet I really want a golden gun that shoots diamonds. <laughs> like, I know I shouldn't, but come on, a golden gun that shoots diamonds. It this doesn't exactly create my diamonds, thinking. though. This is the thing. It doesn't, you have to source the diamonds which are actually a lot more expensive even than the golden gun itself. You have to think about how you'd make your money in order to, to be able to earn enough to arm yourself sufficiently. And I would suggest Pirates. a well-paid job is... Uh, Being a lawyer. Represent- if you're thinking of a special occasion, right? Say my girlfriend has been kidnapped by a supervillain. I a special occasion. Get- Right? I shoot that guy with a diamond from a golden gun. I go down on one wheel. I say, I thought that was the end of your life. But instead, would you want to spend the rest of your life with me? We get married. Happy ever after. But what if she says yes and she means no? You wouldn't know unless you had a golden lesson. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it. I want a golden gun that shoots. You've argued brilliantly, Alice. I can't fault you for that. But I just want the, I just want the gun, okay? I just want the gun. Let's move on. The heart wants what the heart wants. The heart wants what the heart yeah. wants. And the heart wants a golden gun with a fucking diamond bullet. 
Round five time. Round five. Power. What's your bonus power? Alice, hit me. Uh, I would say that my, my bonus power would have to be some sort of um, travel power, like teleportation of okay. some sort. Mm -hmm. uh, I always had a very soft spot for Nightcrawler, okay. uh, Kurt Wagner, uh, because he was a bit of an outsider, and, and uh, I enjoyed that about him. I also quite liked how Alan Cummings played him in the movie of the X-Men, even though I didn't like a lot of the casting in that movie. So I would say the power to... Uh, bamf from one place to another. Great shout. Great, great shout. Particularly useful for a travelling comedian. <laughs> In particular, yeah. Or pirate. Um, you don't have to sail the seven seas. You could just go to wherever you think is the, the treasure. Um, cool. Will, what's your power? Well, mine, once again, is very much on theme. Um, <laughs> It has come the to power me. to drink a lot of rum and not get drunk. <laughs> oh no, that's oh no, Gingini has to be drunk. <laughs> yeah, well, the pirate can be drunk. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's uh, um, it's come to my attention that there is a transformer called Deep Dive who can turn <laughs> into a ship. <laughs> so. Right. Uh, Picture the scenario. Um, Dr. Doom, say, has uh, fired a broadside into the pirate ship and it's sunk. And and uh, there's our, our pirate queen standing on the uh, the foxhole. Um, and Dr. Doom's like, ha ha, defeated at last. And then she turns into a ship and um, rams him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's recap the scenario. I am a pirate. I am got a super villain. He's captured my girlfriend who I want to turn into my fiance. I've got my golden gun. I've got the diamond. I'm ready to propose. I'm finally cured of my commitment phobia uh, because I have done loads of lawyering work that has seen me. Am I a family lawyer that's reconciled divorces? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm finally ready. Commitment. Doctor Doom has captured my girlfriend in the middle of the ocean, and I've either got to turn myself into a boat to get to him, or I could just teleport to him. Will, you're behind the eight ball here. Convince okay, but... me. How, if you then rescue her, do you get her back? Teleport. What? You can do both. You can you can teleport two people. Yeah. Yes. Yes. She just. If he oh. hugs, because he does that with Jean Grey, doesn't it? Jean Grey falls out of the Yes. 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 Uh, okay, but <laughs> you wouldn't have cannons. So how would you defeat Doctor Doom in the first place? Um. I've got a golden gun with a diamond bullet. Get over this with great. You, ma you make a compelling case. Yes, yes. Uh, but um, I, I, you wouldn't have the evocative sound of wind whistling through the rigging that is you. <laughs> you, fought, you, uh... you fought valiantly here, Will. And I, you've brought it back to two all. But there is absolutely no, and I, 
what I, what I also commend you on is the absolute um, tunnel vision you have had of creating the ultimate pirate <laughs> and being like, I can have any superpower in the world, but no, I'm going to make myself be able to turn into a ship just so that I can continue this aesthetic of being a pirate. But unfortunately, I cannot have that over the ability to be anywhere, anytime. Teleportation is my power. Alice wins 3-2. Congratulations, Alice. Yay! <laughs> what do I win? You win the special bonus round. Bum, bum, bum! <laughs> what you get as a prize for winning is you get to choose, completely uncontested, a completely aesthetic-based attribute for your superhero. So your superhero is currently a Captain Marvel's head with an 80s barnet with uh, She-Hulk's body with MC Hammer's parachute panted lower body a, with a golden gun with a diamond with it that can teleport and you can put any aesthetic based uh, attribute onto them. Uh, then the aesthetic based attribute I would like would be to uh, wake up looking fine. Okay, great. So no bedhead, no makeup needed. You wake up, you're exactly how you want to look that day. I can make that happen for you in your ultimate superhero. Yeah. That is. Yeah, I feel like that would save a lot of trouble in my life. And, and also very important in terms of lawyering during the day, you need to be able to look the business. You know, during... you have to go from a battle to a courtroom. You know, quick nap in between and Absolutely. not have to worry. Jury's first impression to you is very important. And also, during pirating, you're going to be at sea. Your hair's going to get all messy. You have that ability so to wake up looking sharp. It's a great, it's a great aesthetic. Well done. Um, oh, we, we can also come up with a name for it. Let's come up with a name for it. We've not done this before. Mm. It'll probably be a good thing. Um, so, okay. So it's got to be pirate-based and lawyer-based. <laughs> What well, are I feel like we take thoughts? the captain from Captain Marvel because that also works for mm, a pirate. Yep, love Lovely. it. Okay. Uh, and and then in terms of sort of a, a legal base, what, cap, what's Reese Witherspoon? What's Reese Witherspoon's name in Legally Blonde? Or we could call it Captain Witherspoon because that's kind of piracy <laughs> I mean, as well. <laughs> Oh, but then our, our superhero would be advertising evil Tim that Martin. Is true. <laughs> I would say the most interesting, the most interesting area of of law is equity, okay. uh, which is sort of where other elements of law fail. Equity is just like, come on, come on. <laughs> uh, one of the there are quite a few very funny principles of equity, including you must come into equity with clean hands. Um, oh. And uh, I think uh, Captain Equity would be a, a fair-minded uh, superhero. And he's, got, oh. and he's got to have money to afford his diamonds for his golden gun. <laughs> Her golden oh. gun. We haven't really decided on gender. Gender's fluid. Like, it, they've got Captain Marvel's head and, and she holds up a body with, with MC Hammer's lower body. Gender's not important. You never, um, you're never going to find out under those hammer pants. That's true. Uh, okay. And, you know... Either way, you can't touch it. <laughs> so we got, we've done it. We've all been thinking about how we can get Can't Touch This into this podcast, and we finally got it. Bag, that is our superhero for this week. We have got Captain Equity. Um, thank you very much to my two fantastic guests, 
Miss Alice Fraser and Mr. Will Seward. Uh, I will see you next time on the Silliest Superest Heroist Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Silliest Superest Heroist Podcast. Created by Aaron Simmons and produced by Gag Reflex. If you want to get in touch with the show about any inaccuracies in this episode, don't. Yeah, I, I'm going to be quiet. This is going to get progressively more and more sleepy because we're having to do it at half 11 at night to, <laughs> to sort of counteract the, the time zones. Are you in a different day to us, Alice? Or you I am tomorrow of- for you. Today's Thursday. Uh-huh. We're a time-travelling podcast. Welcome to the future, lads. <laughs> uh- hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.